going to ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good. Social dynamics, relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here. And welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken directly from the YouTube live streams, which are currently going down each week, Monday mornings, 10 a.m. Australian Central Time. I'd love to have you in the live sesh. These days, they've turned into these full-on classes. You know, we call them podcasts, but they're really classes in which that I throw questions back and forward with the live viewers and we get the personal context of each person in there. And everyone just seems to grow a lot more nowadays because of it. I love it. Uh, Anything on the world of human interactions, what we cover could be dating, relationships, social dynamics, family relationships, business relationships, things going down in high school, uni, anything that touches the world of these human beings, we seem to touch in social Q&A. So head over to the Bowl YouTube channel and I'll catch you guys currently on Monday mornings. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip each week, just a free email right in your inbox, updating you on what went down on social Q&A live this week, the recap, what other videos went out, what other awesome things are going on in the world? What other additions to the resources of wisdom in terms of books, films, docos, anime, quotes, music, all the things that get added to the resource of wisdom? I update you through this email so you never miss out on any of that. And also it's just a way of me staying connected with you guys in between our live sessions together. So go ahead if you are interested. Every Friday, I send it out. It's free. Boldojo.com. Sign it up. By the way, if you feel like you have not received your email on the Friday, just check your promotions folder in Gmail or your junk spam folder if you're using anything else uh, because it's likely in there. Even when I receive my own email, it still gets every day to get put in promotions. Now, for those of you who are looking to dive into some deeper educational content and level up your performance in this life, we can pick up the guided meditation, Eternal Energy, over on boldojo.com, featuring five tracks that will help you to dive deeper into who you are and evolve beyond. All the reviews have said that it's something that they constantly come back to, that it's something that they will work through and that it's more of a course than an actual guided meditation. Many have also said, Adam, why are you not charging what it's worth? Many have said, I was willing to pay $100 for this and it's because I wanted to make it as accessible as possible. So that it's there if you are the type of person who is aware and conscious enough to want to look at yourself for all that you are and improve so. Got a meditation, eternal energy. Go get you some. Also, send me a review once you're done as well. I'd love to hear your feedback. Now, moving up from there, if you would like to dive into one-on-one coaching in which that we destroy your limiting beliefs and construct real action plans to help you perform in your life, whether it be purpose, physical, mental, or social development, anything that touches the temple. Even if you want to go up to the inner garden and dive into real ideas of your existence, we can go there as well. I often do. However, it's completely customizable to you. We have one-off sessions. You can go to boldoja.com, book a once-off over 30, 45, or 60 mins, just test the waters, and that'll give you a vibe for it. However, if, and what I do recommend, if you're serious about your development, you can dive into the bold coaching memberships, in which there are three different tiers, silver, gold, and diamond, which offer different levels of benefits that once-offs 
definitely do not get, such as priority messaging. If you wish to have access to my private WhatsApp number and get a response from me within 24 hours outside of Australian weekends, you're going to have to be on a membership for that. And that's something that my clients benefit from tremendously and use tremendously. Also, if you want to step up another level of membership and want to get priority bookings, for those of you who don't live in Australia and struggle to get your time slot in, maybe you're two, three weeks out on the waiting list, well then priority bookings are there to ensure that you get your time preferred slot and that you get booked in over lower tier memberships and once-offs. Now, I'll be here all day if I have to describe every benefit of every tier. So if you are interested, just go to boldoja.com. In the products menu, you can find Bold Coaching memberships and you can dive in yourself. If you have any questions, just slide me an email. There are contact email forms on pretty much every page of the website and we can work it out from there if you are truly committed to developing yourself. Moving forward, if you would like to directly support this podcast, you can do so in two ways, either by going to boldojo.com directly. In the Boldojo podcast menu on the homepage, there is a direct donate link that goes straight through the website if you want to use your credit card, for example. However, if you would like to go through PayPal because that's your uh, that's your shit, <laughs> sure, fine. Doesn't bother me. PayPal as well. PayPal.me forward slash A-D-A-M O-O-I. My full name, Adam Ui. You can donate through PayPal directly as well. Either way, whatever you guys do donate to help support the show. Uh, I know a lot of you like to donate live in the live social Q&As. That's also most appreciated. However you want to do it, it just, it all goes to supporting this, this awesome thing we've got going on between you and I. So I thank you for anything that you have donated or will donate in the future. It really does mean the world to me. Thank you very much. Now, of all that being said, Let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yes, sir. Let's go. Emotionally? Sure, emotionally. <laughs> Welcome to a session of sessions in which that, for the second time in, the last, in recent history, in our history of doing this live session, I've got two and a half pages of notes. That's intense. And what that means is that we're going to be diving into a situation today that is going to require you to be switched on. You know, if you're a guy that is looking to explore his social dynamics, looking to learn about himself in relation to others through sexual relationships, through intimacy in general, you're probably going to find yourself, hopefully going to find yourself in an open relationship, in many open relationships, at least at the beginning of your journey of learning social dynamics. And you seem, it would seem like as a dude, like that seems like... The average Jeffrey, the average chump would think that just sounds like heaven. That sounds like exactly what I want to live the rest of my life like. However, there's this thing called feels. There's this thing called deep in the feels in which that along your journey of elevating yourself from the lowly shrimp, from the scrub lord shrimp who doesn't know what it means to interact with anyone. You're so anxious. You're so nervous. You sweat, your heart drops at the moment of thinking that I would go up to an attractive woman just to say hello, let alone trying to progress an entire interaction, but you do it anyway and you climb. So basically you you step through the, the hot gates and decide to walk this mountain and you know that there's going to be things along the way, but primarily it's because of your development, because you need to transition from a boy to a man and you're going to enlist in the services of our feminine beings of this life to See your inadequacies, see your flaws, see where you suck. See where you suck so that you can get better. And it's only through the hard fire and the hard walk up the mountain that you eventually overcome yourself. 
You learn to deal with all of your limiting beliefs about your small man complex, about your small dick complex, about your I'm not Caucasian, six foot jacked, square cut jaw, blue in the eyes complex. Whatever the thing is that you're most concerned with, whatever brought you to the dance of like, hey, I need to level up my social dynamics. Maybe you're not that hard case. I just painted the most hard case situation possible. Maybe you're just a dude who works at the zoo. Maybe you're just a dude who works at the zoo and- You've been you've been average. You've had girlfriends before. You've never had a problem with interacting with women before, but you've decided that I could do better. I could definitely do better. I still freak out at just the idea of seeing an attractive woman and going up to her, whether it be in the day, the night, at the beach, in the club, in the airport, wherever you might be, picking up your coconut oil, maybe. You think you would just like to level that up. However you come into this journey, the journey is the same for everyone in the sense that it is a test of fire, it will burn you down. And it's going to be on you to see whether you will evolve, whether you sharpen as a result of it, or whether you melt down and you degrade into a lowly substance of of nothingness, of just mediocrity, of I'll never get this shit handled, so fuck it. That might be you, whoever you're coming in. The test is the same for everyone. However, along this journey, as you start to evolve, you actually start to become attractive. You actually start to develop a sense of internal value. You actually start to develop a sense of that transition from boyhood to manhood psychology in which that you can approach a woman, not just in a physical space, but in a psychological space with that, I don't need anything from her. Hang on a second. I've been through so much shit. I've been through so much shit in which that just night after night, day after day, getting cut down, just getting cut down to the element of which that I don't even know who I am. It's almost like you've been through military USMC boot camp and they have just stripped you of all you thought you were. They shave your head. They tell you you're nothing. They tell you you're a piece of shit. And then they put you through the most adverse of adversity with all your brothers to build you back up again. That's kind of what's happening here. And so along that process, a feminine being would actually like to see you a little bit deeper. Actually, this guy is a little bit attractive. Maybe I would like to spend more than just one moment in a bar, one moment in the botanic gardens and chill. Maybe I would like to actually get into a bit of a deeper sexual experience with him. How are we going to do that? Now, for those of you that are learning, it's going to be always through the primary primary priority of which that I need to learn. This is about learning. So if you're taking that mountain analogy, when the fruit rolls down, You're walking up to the top of the mountain to reach a certain tree. We're going to talk later on in this podcast. Listen, guys, I'm ranting hard here at the beginning because I'm fucking hyped. Like I said, I just just ate an animal's heart. Okay, I've got some energy. But so you're you're climbing this mountain because you see a tree at the top and you want to taste that fruit. However, the fruit is not what most guys think it is. It's certainly not sexual, sexual validation. It's certainly not the validation of women. It's certainly not the validation of your friends and family. It's certainly not something outside of yourself. We'll get to that later. But you still walk the mountain and every now and again, a peach may roll down. A piece of fruit may roll down in terms of that validation that maybe you had first thought it was. And it's very tempting to just park your ass, take a bite. And then you think, I'll get back to the journey. I'll get back to grinding. I'll get back to learning. But then you don't. Because as human beings, we always optimize for what's most efficient and what's the least amount of effort for the most amount of reward. That is how human beings are designed to work. That's why we have survived until 2021 at this point. We do things as easy as possible for the maximum reward. So you often see a lot of guys fall off on the journey at this stage. 
see a lot of people fall from the journey in whatever journey they're going on, whether it be fitness or business or anything, purpose, anything in the temple. But specifically with social dynamics, they get into an open relationship early on and then they just give up. They give up. They realize that they had not fully progressed. They had not fully eclipsed themselves. They didn't go from 12 to 12 on the clock face of social dynamics. They didn't go from unconscious incompetence to unconscious competence, which is the four stages from 12 to 3, 3 to 6, 6 to 9, and 9 to 12 finally. That's the, that's the full evolution of your skill set as a social dynamic being. Now, does everyone need to become unconsciously competent? Listen, we're going in here. No, they don't. No, they don't. I always say to my clients, the bare minimum is from six to nine. If you have goals and ideas of developing yourself socially, you must set the goal of a minimum conscious competence. What does that mean? It means that I know what I'm doing and I can do it. It's that I know how to approach a woman in a bar. I know how to approach a woman in the coffee store. I know how to talk to my boss in a confrontational situation. I know how to handle an aggressive man on the street. I know how to talk to my family when they're psychologically break down the depths of depression and anxiety. I know how to talk to my friend when he wants to jump off the side of the building. I, know I can cover all of these different scapes of social dynamics in the world of human interaction. And I know how to do it and that I'm good at it. So it touches everything, you're aware of it, and that you are competent in it. That's a minimum. It's like, if someone says to me that I'm peacing out on the journey, Adam, because I found one awesome girl throughout all these open, casual relationships, I'm like, but hang on. But hang on, are you consciously competent? And then that's his decision from there. So I wanted to just kick this podcast off with some major energy, with some ridiculous amounts of energy, because today, like I said, we got two pages of notes and- while they're not this session for those of you who are new to social Q&A live I like to treat this like a class I'm your sensei slash seminar tutor teacher right here I'm throwing you guys questions I'm teaching you guys I'm testing you on your mindsets can you break down what's going on in this story can you break down what the red flags are what the mistakes are can you give me the potential remedy can you give me green flags what would be done correctly <clears throat> I'm going to be asking for that from you guys However, this this is more of a story. This is way. This is just story. A lot of this is story. It's just very broken up in fragments from the young guy X. I shall refer to him as, who sent me this. So that's why I've got quite in depth notes. However, when we actually go through it, it's not very complicated of a story. His mindsets are complicated, but the story itself is not. So, all right, <laughs> let's go. <sighs> Welcome, guys. Welcome. Like I said, episode 66, Roku Roku. Uh, I know the official Japanese is Roku Jew Roku, but whenever you double up on Japanese numbers, it's just cool to, to eliminate the Jew. It's just Roku Roku bun. If you guys are new to Social Q&A Live, please say hi in that comment box down below. Drop a thumbs up on this video if you are already feeling the love, already feeling this red meat energy, and uh, got already pissed off the vegans. And <laughs> listen, we piss off a lot of people with this podcast. So I'm not afraid of that. Uh, go ahead and say hi in the chat. Uh, if you are new to this session, basically what happens is that we've got a featured context, a featured story at the beginning here that we roll on through. It's pretty in-depth. Like I said, we've got a couple pages worth of notes. And you guys are going to get tested through the class-like format through that. But then later on at the back end of the session, we have time for open Q&A which is opened up to any of your questions on anything in the world of social dynamics, dating, relationships, anything you want to talk about, you can ask any questions from your personal life. We'll get that towards the end of the session. If something pops up during the session, just copy and paste it. 
hit me up at the end, okay? And of course, the super chat option is available, which is a donation to the channel. It'll get your question bumped to the top. I will give more time to it. Uh, however, we'll use those at the end of the session. And if you guys are listening to this in podcast land over on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, whatever, uh, welcome. Drop me comments in, uh, down below and feedback and post. It's great to have you all here, wherever you are. Let me say hi to some of you in the live chat and we'll, we'll roll into the session. That was an awesome, awesome beginning. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And we didn't make any mistakes either. Fucking hey, let's go. Where we are, this is, by the way, guys, this is a 12 episode season, season six. This is the ep- six episode, I believe. So we're, uh, we're deep here. We're deep here. So the first comment. First person up in this chat is Mr. Ski. We've got the Jelly Donut Man, one of the three Jello Jelly Donut Men, Skidomo, aka Ludicolo, who says this is going to be one of the all-time greats with a little leaf emoji. Thank you very much, Ski. And he comes in with the traditional, how's it going, mate? Yep. <laughs> that was loud. That was loud. Uh, it goes. It goes, my friend. Hell yeah. Yeah, mate, yeah. A hashtag, yeah, mate, yeah. Jay News also up in here saying, Ski, good to see you here. Okay. And then Ski finally says, we'll listen while getting ready on my way to work. So Ski's not going to be here as usual because he works of his time. Moving on, we've got Jay News saying, it's been an amazing week passing exams and getting a new job as well as a chill day too. And I get to top it off with my brothers. How blessed am I with the prayer. And then he goes on to say, that said, Yoroshiku onegashimasu with a deep bow. Oh, Yoroshiku. 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 Good to have you, Jay. It sounds like you're having a banger of a week. Love to hear you guys crushing it in life. Ski comes in also saying, I already know I'm going to get get put through the fire today. Yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, everyone in this session is going to get put through the fire. And T then comes in to say, Yosha. Good morning, Adam. Ski and Janu. Just had half a stick of butter for brekkie. Yeah, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. Good to have you here, T. Uh, we also got Brandon Cam, who's coming back from last week, saying, what's good, everyone? Like is dropped. Good to have you here, Brandon. Good to have you here for consecutive sessions. It's always good when you guys can come for consecutive sessions because it helps me as your teacher in this session to know where you are of your development, with your mindsets, how much to test you. So that's good. Uh-uh. Jane also comes in saying, also want to drop this fire quote. Instead of running away from life, why not try running with it? Standing still would just make you anxious. I've heard that before somewhere. Who said that? I've heard something very similar. That's a great one. Damn Cam comes in saying, how's it going, mate? Yep. Follow Panda Poe. Okay, so I don't know who Panda Poe is. I don't know who Damn Cam is, but uh, you, have a, you have a very flexy YouTube user profile picture. <laughs> and Ben Island comes in to say, good to see you guys. Hope you're all living and loving life. Ben, haven't seen you in ages. Good to have you here. Uh, okay, Jay New says, it's from Run With The Wind. Yes, I knew I'd heard that quote before, Jay New. I knew I'd heard that quote before. Run With The Wind is one of the, it's in my resources of wisdom as one of the greatest uh, animes I've seen. So we've also got the movement poet in here <coughs> saying, hey, Adam, ain't been on your channel in a while, but recently single. So here I am. It's Leo, by the way. Leo, it's been a good minute. Hope you're doing well up in New York. And Adi comes in saying, what's good, boss? Just joined. You're in good time, my dear, because, well, actually, you missed an inspirational rant right from the beginning, but it's okay. It's okay, because we've got an incredible story to get through today. So, my friends, please dial in now that we've, I've addressed all of you in the chat. Like I said, just drop a thumbs up on the video if you're just joining in. Help support the video. Get sent out to us of the channel. Deep feels. Deep feels in the open and free relationship. Let me give you guys the profile. 
And then we're going to go through the story. This was sent to me on Instagram at uitang one double O I Tang one. Get there if you're not. No names mentioned. He will be referred to as X. I will give you some context. I do know him a little bit more than the average random person who just sends me reaching out for advice. I do know him a little bit more than that. That's all I'm going to say. In terms of location, he is from Australia. The girl in question is also from Australia. I will not mention what city or what state. And so this is good for you guys to know, but it's also good for me to just prime my mind so I don't make any boo-boos. And yeah, we've got a marshmallow situation today. This is a very confusing situation. So the profile, he is 22 years old, currently working. She is 19 years old, working slash studying. Both have a Euro background <clears throat> in Australia, but have a European background. How did they meet? They met on a, met on a dating app, I won't mention the app, during COVID lockdown when Australia, well, every city's kind of been through one at this point. And that's basically it. So they're young, they are young spring chickens in the springtime of their youth as, uh, fucking, not Rock Lee. What's his, what's his dad's name? Shit, why can't I remember his dad's name? Fucking my guy, my guy would say they are in their springtime of their youth, 22 year old male and 13, 19 year old, not 13, 19 year old female. So, I need to go to the actual Instagram DMs, I'm just realizing, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you guys out his messages from the beginning, but because they're so disjointed, this has been sent to me days over days. Like We've been going back and forward on this for a good week to get everything out of it, but then later on to help the podcast flow, that's why I did those prep notes, because those are just the keys. So please dial in and get ready for the class session right now on what to do if your girl wants to see other guys. <clears throat> <clears throat> on the 8th of March so what's that last week yeah about a week ago actually exactly a week ago how about that it was actually during last week's social Q&A I believe X sent me this message on Instagram saying hey Adam hope you've been well got a bit of a scenario feeling lost as what to do so I've been in a casual relationship with a girl now for three months things are getting very deep I've noticed myself thinking about her all the time and always looking forward to the next time I see her. I've tried talking to other girls though, but I really just don't care. I've cancelled a handful of dates over the past few weeks with other girls. I'm only really interested in this one I'm seeing. We've had a few deep conversations about how we are feeling. She's happy and living her best life seeing multiple guys. And I've told her what's happening on my end as well. So she's well aware of me cancelling dates, etc. I know she doesn't want a relationship at all, but I feel myself wanting it more every day. Every day that passes, I think to myself, fuck, she's probably with another guy right now. I better do something to get my mind off things. And I know this is not a healthy way to live. I need to have a conversation with her, but it really scares me. Any advice would be amazing. More context, I feel like the past month I've only been seeing her because I'd rather see her casually than not at all. This is very weird for me to experience because in your lives and podcasts, etc., you always talk about girls who end up wanting something more. So that's why I'm confused what to do in the situation. Pause. That's the first message. So essentially, get the recap there. It's been in an open, free, casual relationship for three months now. She's been seeing other guys. He's been, at least at the beginning, he was seeing other girls. But for the last four weeks, 
So for two months, he was seeing other girls, but for the last month, has completely stopped seeing other girls, is only seeing her. He's made her aware of this. That's part one of this story. Moving on, I asked him a tremendous amount of follow-up context questions, as in, can you explain to me her reasons for entering the open and free? Why doesn't she want closed and locked? In terms of relationship style, what's the desires? Uh, How does she react to you mentioning that you're getting deep feels and you want to go deeper? Have you mentioned the potential of a hybrid relationship with sexual freedom? We can discuss that a little bit more later on. If so, what's her response? If not, why not? Uh, What intention do you have for the relationship moving forward? Whole bunch of contextual questions, okay? Part two. He sends me a lot of context, which is what I love. I need this. I need this. Helps us give out the best remedy possible. So, he goes, from my understanding of our previous conversations, I don't actually know her exact reasons for wanting the open and free relationship. I do know that when I had the conversation with her, she was so relieved to find out that I just wanted something casual. Other than that, I just think she loves going out and seeing multiple people. I don't know the core reason she wants something casual. I just know she 100% doesn't want anything serious as every time I tell her how I feel, she just listens and doesn't have much to say back at all. It's quite a, quite a red flag right there. If you just, we're not breaking it down right now. I'm just giving you guys the story, but that's already, hopefully that you guys should have your mind switched on going, okay, starting to see what's going on here. He then goes on to say, <clears throat> things confuse me though, as the way she acts is a little different. She's met my family, in brackets, this was a must as my mum wouldn't allow her to come over without knowing who she is, in brackets. And she says things to me such as, in quotes, you're perfect, in quotes, which to be honest, plays with my head. But she knows how I feel. She knows I'm not seeing anyone else and that I think about her a lot. I haven't exactly mentioned anything to her about going deeper yet. Haven't mentioned hybrid with sexual freedom. To be honest, it just makes me uncomfortable thinking about her with other guys and her telling me when she sees other guys. Even more red flags. He then goes on to say, I think what I desire out of this is a scenario where we only see each other, where we only see each other and probably max two times a week. I still want us to have our own lives. For me personally, that would be ideal for the foreseeable future of how I'm feeling right now. He goes on to say, I think what I desire, uh, hang on, next line. I'm just so sick of always having her in the back of my mind. And I know that I need to have a conversation with her. I'm almost certainly know that she will deny the idea of us moving forward in a more monogamous and serious manner. And this relationship will have to end with that conversation. I know deep down, I can't deny how I'm feeling anymore. And it's unhealthy just to see her casually because it's the only way I can. Pause. That's all of his response to all my follow-up contextual questions. However, I had more. I had more contextual questions. I said, what intention do you have for your relationship moving forward with her? What do you desire at the core and why? Uh, Because he did not answer my specific question of why he desires this. He told me what he desires, but not why. And I need to get to this. So he goes on to say, I believe I desire this seeing her in a monogamous closed and locked style but only two times per week and still trying to maintain our own separate lives. He didn't explain why he wanted that. So I asked him why, and he comes back to me saying, I believe I desire this because for me personally, 
it seems that's a good middle spot between how we are now and a full relationship. I don't think she's down for just for seeing just me though. I'm seeing her today and I'm just going to have a focus on having a good time with her as usual and I'll have a conversation with her next week with the knowledge you provide in Q&A. Social Q&A. But again, he didn't really get to what I was asking. So I followed up by saying, why do you think that's a good middle spot? Not from her perspective, purely asking about your reasoning. He goes on to say, for me, I think it's a good middle spot because I don't want to rush into anything like I did with my last girlfriend. Also, this might help with context. I do often cancel dates and I don't talk regularly to other girls. Cancel dates with other girls and don't talk regularly to them. But I still do meet other girls when I go out and occasionally hook up. I don't think he means full sexual penetration. When he says hook up, I believe he means just French kissing. I could be wrong because that just doesn't give me the... He said the opposite. He said he hasn't seen any girls in the last month. But anyways, he says that when he gets home, uh, he's just... Listen, he has a great time. He might hook up with some girls, but he has a great time with that. But when he gets home, I'm always just thinking about comparing to this one girl. And that's when I then followed up with asking for all the profile questions as to what's her life status, how old are you? Ah, okay, here's a few things you guys need to know. I did ask about what her prior level, her and his prior level of sexual experience is. He says that he's had two sexual partners before her, one monogamous and one casual. He's not sure how many partners she's had, but he says, I do know it's more than me in both monogamous and casual. So even though she's three years younger than him, potentially four, somewhere three to four years younger, let's just say three for now, she's had more sexual experience than him. And that she's the one who's pushing on being open and free and casual. We're getting quite a good profile here. We're starting to understand her a little bit more. And then I already told you guys how they met. Uh, I did ask for him, as I always ask you guys, can you give me a play-by-play of your sexual interaction? Can you give me an idea of what it is you two do when you are together? So he gave me an example of what they do when they are together. He says, typically, I see her once a week. I pick her up. We do something like go for a hike, have dinner, chill at the beach, go shopping, usual date things. Then afterwards, we come back to mine so we can be more intimate and usually things sexually escalate from there. Then I drop her off home as it gets late. We get tired. In brackets, she's supposed to be staying overnight for the first time this week. Bam! (laughs) Just came out clean. Okay. Uh... One more follow-up question, which is something I probably should have asked at the beginning, but it only just hit me very late yesterday. But this is actually very important and kind of ties into the inspirational rant I hit you guys at the beginning. I asked him one more question saying, by the way, what are your current social development goals? He responds, currently I have none. I'm just happy being in Patrick Starfish mode when I go out and just focus on having a good time. I'll meet people like just organically. I've come so far since the start of my journey, so I'm just enjoying that, but I know I still have a long way to go to BH. And that is the end of the context, my friends. That's the end of the story. So, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Let's not put our phone where the preamp is. (laughs) Take a deep breath. Get yourself a little bit of water. Let's suck that story back up and get a summary so we can piece our heads around it. Like I said, like it was long. It was pretty intense. There's a lot of moving pieces within it, but the story itself is not complicated. <clears throat> Probably why I started with the inspirational round at the beginning, because uh, I've got my head wrapped around it pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. 
Okay. Okay, so let's get a summary on the situation for those of you. I, I try to be as entertaining and uh, as make it as easy for you guys to digest, but I know it's a lot of information to process in a space of five to ten minutes. So summarize his story here. What are we dealing with? What we've got is a 22-year-old male who started pretty low in terms of cold social dynamics, started the beginning journey of going out, learning to evolve himself through the process of cold approach, but not just that, but leveling himself up in general through self-development and self-cultivation. I'm not sure entirely how long he's been on the journey for. I might say a year, year and a, maybe two, year and a half, maybe, no, not two, maybe a year and a half. He's been in one other open and free relationship. That's quite important to remember. He's been, he, he was in one monogamous relationship before that, but that was before the journey. I remember that. <coughs> and then meets this girl somewhere along the way, three months ago, meets this girl, younger girl, three years younger. Gets into open, free, casual relationship with her. Came off different country cold approach. That's not necessarily a problem. But came through a dating app. They get together. They find that they connect. As he spends more and more time with her, he gets deeper and deeper on her. Starts to see her. And by the way, he sent me a voice message, which I'm not going to play. It's in my notes, though. Saying that, by the way, Adam, this is not just like a nice girl. It's not just a girl that is cool to hang out with. He describes her as what I refer to as the diamond in the sky as his 10. It, he, in his exact words, his exact words, I know I have a long way to go in terms of meeting people, but in saying that, she's literally my 10. Literally everything that I am after. I know the whole thing about don't go for the fruit while it falls down the mountain, but this is literally one, literally what I look for. So that's the level of attraction we're talking about, the level of connection he feels towards her and we'll, go, we'll chuck the word in of attachment as well. That's his level of attachment. So that gives you an idea of what's happening. Now, as they go through the last four weeks of being together, it gets deeper and deeper, starts to see her as this absolute 10, as this the girl he's, that has literally everything that he's looking for. He stops seeing other girls, stops entirely. He's just canceling dates on girls, Telling her as well, telling the girl that he likes, let's refer to her as fake name Jenna, telling Jenna that he's not seeing other girls, telling Jenna that he's uh, not even going out to meet them really or to progress things any deeper. I just want to be with you. However, they didn't, he specifically said that we're not going, we haven't had a real discussion about being fully locked in yet. He said he hasn't explicitly stated that yet. He wanted to wait for this conversation first that we're having right now. However, he has gotten the impression that she is not down to lock it down. She wants to stay open and free. She wants to keep seeing other guys. She's 19 years old, likely far more sexually experienced than him. Don't know exactly, but definitely more sexually experienced, we can say. To what extent, I do not know. But it's very, it's a bit of a, like I said, it's a bit of a marshmallow situation in which that it's hard to understand what comprises her psychological makeup because she's 19 years old and is doing the very opposite of what eight out of 10 women would, women would. She's doing the complete opposite. This situation is normally the complete reverse. Normally, what you see is that it's the guy, the male who wants to stay open and free and that the woman will push and press on him to come close and locked. We're seeing the complete reverse right here, which is why I keep referring to as the the marshmallow. Have you guys ever seen a marshmallow? How do you make that shit? (laughs) 
I'm sure one of you science nerds will come in and say, you could put no this, shut the fuck up, all right? When you look at a marshmallow, it's like, how is this? It's structural, but it's soft, what? <laughs> so that's a wrap of the situation. It's confusing, doesn't make a lot of sense. He's confused. There's a lot of red flags in his mentalities. There's a lot of red flags in both macro and micro. We're going to dive into that now. So let's do it. I'm going to go up into the chat and just see what some of you guys are saying, and then we'll progress. We'll start to hit you guys with some questions. Okay. Adi says, oh, yeah, what's good, boss? Uh, bro, my guy ain't his dad, but I get it. What do you mean my guy isn't Rock Lee's dad? They're identical. They look identical. I'm pretty sure he is his dad. How dare you say that he's not his dad? I mean, I could be wrong, but I still think of him as his dad, no matter what you say. <laughs> Tina comes and saying, yeah, interesting reverse scenario. Have been there, though. It is definitely a reverse scenario. It's, this is a reverse parallel park of all-time levels of social dynamics. So let's do it. Now, I'm not going to really refer back to the messages because they're just too long and too compartmentalized. I'm going to go to the notes here. Part one, together, they're casual for three months, but now things are getting deep. In quotes, he says, I noticed myself thinking about her all the time, looking forward to the next time I get to see her. He then goes on to say, I've caught a handful of dates, canceled, I should say, a handful of dates with other girls the past few weeks. I'm really only interested, interested in seeing this one girl. Okay, let's start the class Q&A with that. My friends, the first question I'll ask you, what appears to be the red flag at the beginning of this story and when he says that I've stopped seeing other women, I've stopped seeing other girls because I'm feeling very deep on this one girl. I'm, uh, as we always do in social Q&A, I like to start the questions very easy. I don't like to overload your guys' minds first. I want to get you lubed up. I want to get you red hot. I want to get you revving. So here's the first question. He says, I've canceled a handful of dates with other girls the past few weeks. I've stopped seeing other girls. I'm, not in, I'm only interested in seeing this one girl. Please tell me what is the issue with that? What is the red flag potentially, not even potentially, what is a red flag within that when you consider the parameters of the relationship he's in? The parameters of the relationship that he's in is open and free. What does that mean for those of you who are uneducated, unschooled on that concept? Open and free means that I'm open and free to see whoever I want and so are you in reference to his girl, Jenna. But it's not, it's not like if you would like to. Open and free doesn't mean if you would like to go and see other people. And I'll pause. I won't say any more after that because otherwise I'm going to give you the answer. But just for those of you who are new, that'll help to give you a little bit of stick, give you a little bit of chop as we talk shop here. First question, what is the issue of him canceling dates with other girls, stopping seeing other girls altogether for an entire four weeks in the parameters of his current relationship? Hit me up with the first answer. By the way, those of you who are new to Social Q&A Live, I have this uh, reward system called the Zenny. All right? And what the Zenny is, is if you get an answer that is on point, that is on the money, it's 100% original, I can tell it's just bang straight out of the cannon, then you get 100,000 Zenny. And I'm always looking for those answers. I'm always looking for you guys to give me the best answers possible. So uh, do your best. Have at it. Yeah, turn this brightness up. Okay. By the way, could someone please let me know if the video and audio is clean, if it is crisp? Because uh, I often forget to ask that. <clears throat> okay, a D comes in with the first answer. A D is on on the keyboard this morning. <laughs> 
Let me see it. Adidas comes in with the first answer saying, he started to put all his chips on one horse. Beginning of outcome dependence. I agree with you, Adi. I definitely agree with you. You are correct. However, that is far too general. It's far too general. It's good. It's a good first answer. However, in terms of getting 100,000 any answer, definitely not. I need something far more specific than that. I gave you half a sentence before and I had to stop myself because I was going to give you the full answer, which is that it's not about whether you would like to see other people in an open and free. So I definitely agree with you that he started to put too much dependence on one girl. That's definitely an issue. We can discuss that later on. But it's not. It's a little too general. It's too general. Good though. It's the start of the session and you guys always, that's how your minds work. You... As you start in these sessions, they go anywhere between two to six hours. You know, in the first half an hour, it's just you guys getting lubed up, you know? Just getting fucking lubed up. So thank you, Adit. Next answer comes in is Ben High, who says, he's no longer working on getting better and learning, but has instead gone stagnant and gotten weak knees for this Sheila. Ben... You took me too deep too quick. <laughs> it's a great answer. I agree with you in the same way that I agree with a D, and it's far more specific than a D, so you did well there. However, you've gone too deep. You've skipped too many stones too quickly. We're not at that part of the podcast. What was the question I specifically asked? What is the issue with him canceling dates with other girls and no longer seeing other girls, given the parameters of his relationship? What you've talked about is something on a much deeper level, actually not even really relevant to the question that I just asked. It's a great answer though, if the question was a different question. So, stay focused. <laughs> You're going to be stones ahead. Okay, T comes in with the next answer saying, his actions are incongruent with his talk. Breaks trust with the girl. His actions are incongruent with his talk. Okay, okay, so... Uh, that confused me a little bit when T said his talk. For those who don't know what T means, because I didn't even know what T meant then, what T means is his actions are incongruent with the talk he had. So in quotes, the talk, as in the talk you have to set up the open and free casual relationship. By the way, just let me drop a note here. If you guys are wondering, how do you set up the open and free casual relationship? I have many videos, entire social Q&A podcast on it called How to Set Up Casual and Free Open Relationships. Just type into the channel. <clears throat> how to set up casual relationships, something like that. So T's saying that his actions are incongruent with what he set up in the talk and breaks trust with a girl. Yes, yes, T. Now T has got the right macro, but not specific enough. So I agree with you, T, but not specific enough. You would have to tell me what, what action in particular is incongruent and it's not as low-hanging fruit as you might think. You might don't that You might just go... And take the easy fruit and say, oh, well, they just cancel dates of other girls. That's too shallow. There's something deeper that's happening within it. This is not supposed to be a hard question, guys. I always gave you the answer. <laughs> Let's see if Jay New can hit this. Jay New comes to saying, he's allowed the seeds of attachment to take root. He's made her number one in his mind. And because she doesn't know this, he will seem inconsistent or incongruous if this no longer goes unaddressed. Okay, Janu, I'm going to pull you up there because you are incorrect. She does know this. She does know that he's made her number one in his mind. He has communicated to her, as we maybe you didn't hear that part of the podcast, but literally, literally in the next part of my notes here, in they have had deep conversations together in which that 
they've talked about how they're feeling and that she knows that I've cancelled dates with other girls and that he feels that she is uh, the most important one. She definitely knows that. So your answer, I think you're a little bit confused on that. I definitely agree with you that he's allowing deep seeds of attachment to take root, but not specific to my question right now. Not specific to my question. You guys, uh, you're all over the shop. We're talking shop here, but you're all over the shop. Get back to this counter. Get back to this register of what I'm asking. I asked a specific question about what is the red flag with the parameters of their relationship? It was that it's an open and free relationship. So he's canceling dates, not seeing other girls. Yeah, don't get worried about the outcome dependence and the attachment yet. That's later on in the podcast. You guys are getting way too far ahead of yourselves. There's something way easier and way more obvious and it's to do with the parameters of the relationship. And I gave you half the sentence. All you have to do is finish the sentence. Half the sentence was, it's not if you, if you would like to go and see other people. Just finish the end of that sentence and you can see the general issue of what he's doing. We get Nico Co coming in, finally popping up. We got Nico's son up in here saying, by locking down into just focusing on the girl, he's being counterproductive to being free. And as a result, he's not learning to grow more for himself. Rather, he is focused on the one girl. It's like almost, almost. Let me read it again, Nico. Let me see if I can give you some money, some zeddy. By locking down into just focusing on the girl, he's being counterproductive to being free. And as a result, he's not learning to grow more for himself rather than he's focused on the one girl. It's like Nico's the closest. Nico's the closest. It's just that, Nico, if you had chosen a couple different words there, but then, of course, that would change your entire reasoning. It's not about the words. It's about the reasoning. Nico's the closest. That's good, Nico. You're, at least you're being very specific now, Nico, where everyone has lost their heads in the macro forest of deep seeds of attachment and dependence. At least Nico is staying focused here. So not quite, but you're very close, Nico. Hey, it's just the beginning of the session, guys. Just the beginning of the session, right? We are at the Hajime right now. So just Raksu. Uh, Jainu comes in saying, for him, he stopped his growth cold, stuck between the rock and the hard place of his mind and heart. Yes, but too deep, too deep, too soon. Ben High says, coming in crystal clear, Adam. Thank you. Thank you for the check on the audio and vid. Thank you, Ben. 8% disciple. And is your name Eric? Or am I thinking Eric is a different person? Anyways, I'll just call him uh, 8%. 8% comes in saying, whether she's going to see others or not, if she's going to see, if she's going to see others regardless, he has no choice but to adapt. If he doesn't see others, he adds the risk of getting caught up too much. He's just reducing his options by canceling those dates. One of these options could give him what he wants. It's just one artist, ultimately, the killer of masculinity. He started well, 8%. You started well, but you got lost in the woods towards the end, which is what a lot of people are doing. So that's okay. I don't mind the beginning. The beginning, you actually, I thought you were going to give me something good there, but not quite. Not quite what we're on right now in terms of the actual question. Movement Poet comes in, and I believe that is Joseph, comes in saying he needs to see other girls. It's what an open relationship naturally is. Yeah, yeah, but you have to take me deeper than that. You'd have to tell me, you'd have to 
But if you tell me, I'll give you guys the answer. Listen, if no one gets it in the next answer, I'm rolling through this. This is not supposed to be a hard question. But you guys, are, I see you guys are a little, you guys are a little happy this morning. Some of you, like, especially because we're in seasons, some of you come in ready to just give the fucking deepest spiritual answer possible when that's actually the worst answer you could give because it's not relevant to what we're actually talking about right now. It'll be relevant later. Come in with the spirituality later. It's not ready for right now, though. It's the first question of the session. Uh, 8% comes in saying it is that you must see other people to actually maintain your value in that relationship. No, that's really far off. Definitely disagree with that for different reasons, but we're not going to get stuck on that. Brandon Cam comes in saying the problem with canceling his dates is that he doesn't want to be seeing other women and he's in a relationship where he would need to want to see other girls. The problem with canceling his dates is that he doesn't want to be seeing other women and he's in a Okay, Brandon, that doesn't really make a lot of sense, but I kind of see what you're saying, but it's definitely not there. Thank you, though. Thank you, though. Jay New comes and saying, okay, so if she is aware, then he's making himself different from the free bird she felt attracted to. He's tied himself down and made his warden, which she never signed up for. You were so close, Jay. You you finally seem like you course corrected, but then you throw in a really strange word at the end there saying warden. Nah, it's definitely not 100,000, Zeddy, but Jay New is the closest, so let me just run with that and we'll roll through, roll through his. So Jay New says, she, if she is aware, then he's making himself different from the free bird that she felt attracted to. If you just take off the rest of what Jay New said, let's just eliminate the rest of what Jay said and we just stay focused on that. She is aware of what he is doing, and that he's making himself different from the free bird that she felt attracted to. So, while Janu isn't really there, he's the he's touched the apple we're looking for the closest. He's at least looking at the right apple. I wouldn't say he's touched it, but he's at least looking at it. So, what are we looking at here? The question I asked you guys, when he says, I notice myself thinking about her all the time, looking forward to the next time I get to see her. I've canceled a handful of dates with other girls the past few weeks. I'm not even talking to him really. I'm just looking to this one girl. I'm only interested in seeing this one girl. Has let her know that as well. Okay, I asked you guys a question. What is the red flag? What is the issue within that in regards in regards to the parameters of their relationship, which is open and free? Some of you went way off. You went way searching into the forest, looking at deep seeds of attachment, outcome dependence. While you're not incorrect, you're definitely not correct. All I was looking for, which Janu kind of got there, kind of, not quite though, is that he's not honoring what the setup of the relationship is. When Janu said that he's making himself different from the free bird that she felt attracted to, he's breaking what they signed up to. That's it. Forget about the long-term effects. You guys got too lost in the words about the long, in the words, uh, in, the, in the woods, I should say, on the long-term effects and the ramifications of what he's doing right now, which is great. That'll be relevant later. But right now, we're looking at the acute inflammation. And the acute inflammation in the social dynamics right here is that this is not what she signed up to. This is not what she signed up to. So it's all well and good for you to develop deep feels for a girl. To even let her, and to, we'll get to later on to what do we do with these deep feels? Do we communicate them? What's the best way of going about them? At this stage, we already know, regardless that he did communicate that to her, didn't specifically say that I want to go deep monogamous balls closed and locked, but he told her that I'm canceling dates, not really seeing, uh, I'm definitely not sexually intimate with other girls, and I'm really just getting, getting deep and right and high on you. He let her know all of this. 
what you guys seem to have missed is that, well, that's not what she signed up to. Forget about everything else in the long term. It's just not what she signed up to right now. So why is that an issue though? It doesn't seem like such a hard question now that you, hopefully you guys can understand this. Why that's an issue is because that's when T actually, T said earlier up in the chat, he just had to get more specific with it. He mentioned the breaking of trust. If he's willing to break her trust now, what does that give signals to later on in the relationship and what that's going to be like? If he's willing to break T's and C's now, what does that foreshadow for the rest of their relationship? That's all you guys had to hit me with. Hopefully you can understand that. X, as you listen to this right now, it's not what she signed up to. And that's why I gave you that sentence of, in an open free relationship, it's not about if you would like to see other people. It's not, hey, would you like to get an open and free relationship with me? And if you would like, you can see other people. And if, you, if I would like, I would see other people. You get into an open free relationship because it is a given. It's not an if. It's a given that I will be pursuing other people for the reasons that's going to be different from you and different for her. I would hope they are centered on wholesome values such as learning, exploration, growth, development, cultivation on the highest level. I would hope that's why you're pursuing other people and not just to get your cock wet and get validated. I hope you would go deep in the spiritual with me. But regardless, it's a given that you will be pursuing other people and that's the T's and C's you set up with her. Because, just my friends, when you set up an open and free or a closed and locked, they each have their own selling point. They each have their own reason for why someone would sign up to this. She, as we know for her, she's a bit of a, she's a, bit of a marshmallow. She's a different situation. Most women, the selling point for an open and free is that, while I don't necessarily like it, I still get to be with him. I still get to hang around with him. I still get to meet him on the moon once every now and again. And I get all of him and we get all of each other in that one moment. And that's the selling point that while I don't get to see him every day, he doesn't talk to me every day. I don't even get to see his friends and family. But when I do get to see him, he spends all day with me. He doesn't check his, di- his business emails. He's not on Instagram. He's just with me. And he fucking ravages me. That's the selling point for a woman to get into an open and free in general, eight out of 10 times. However, we've got a different scenario here with this girl. She's younger, but more sexually experienced. She's younger. She's more sexually experienced. And so her selling point for getting into the open and free relationship was not that I dislike this situation, but I will put up with it because of how good it is when we are together. She actually prefers the open and free style. So my friends, my friends, please get your heads in on this here that can you now see why it's such an issue that he breaks the T's and C's? Because for the average girl... Him breaking these T's and C's is no issue. None. <laughs> None. For most girls, they would be delighted if to hear that even though they're in an open and free relationship, hey, listen, girl, I'm getting D feels on you. I haven't even been seeing other girls for the past month. All I can think about is you. I just want that investment farm in Tasmania with you. Are you giving her that vibe? You're dropping bars on her that way? Most girls would go fucking finally... I've been having to see these other guys and, you know, being in this open and free style, but really it's not what I wanted because I really want to be with this one guy. And now he's telling me that he's been breaking the rules. Fine. And now we're in alignment. That's not the situation though, which is why, but you guys already know that, which is why, why you guys struggle with this question so much. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's the first question and you're just not, not fucking ethnic dad lubed up in the situation yet, but whatever it may be, hopefully you understand that. 
It breaks trust. It breaks the T's and C's, particularly T's and C's that she likes. So it starts to plant seeds of distrust, plant seeds of what's it going to be like in the future with him. So X, in future, hopefully you can see now, it's fine to, I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying ignore your feelings. I'm not saying ignore the deep feelings that build up. What I'm saying is don't break the T's and C's before that. Don't, don't go ahead and change the play on her just because you're getting deep feels, right? Acknowledge the deep feels, then change the play and make sure she knows about the changing of the play, which you said you specifically have not done yet. So let's take a step back because this is an interesting way to start this class Q&A. The question was easy. The question was easy. You guys made it too difficult. <laughs> it, it was true. You guys gave me answers that were so so much further down in this podcast. We're not there yet. It's like sometimes you guys read a little too deep into the question. The question was simply, what what's an issue in the parameter of the relationship? And if you could give me potential ramifications of it, that's 100,000 is any answer. But we're not there yet. Well, no one gave me that. So, I say, is anyone else up in the chat who said anything new? Not particularly. Okay. Not that we haven't already covered. So let's move on, my friends. Let's move on to the next part of the story. Okay. So she, it's not she, he goes on to say, regarding other guys, in quotes, every day that passes, I think to myself, fuck, she's probably with another guy right now. I better do something to get my mind off things. I know this is not a healthy way to live and I need to convo with her about it, but it really scares me. There's one more quote that I dropped beneath that, but maybe we should just pause it there because that might overload you guys if we go into that right now. Hmm. Hmm. No, I'll tag it in. I'll tag it in. We'll make this part two then. So he then went on to say, this past month, I feel like I've only been seeing her as I would casually, I'd rather casually see her than not at all. That's probably why I put a little arrow there to tag this in. So recap there. Every day that passes, he thinks to himself, fuck, she's probably with another guy right now. He hates it when she tells him that she's been seeing other guys. He knows it's not healthy. And that he particularly has a mindset of when he starts to think about her with other guys, I better do something to get my mind off things. So now we start to dive into something a little bit deeper. Now we start to dive into a little bit more egoic attachment here. So next class question, my friends. Let's give you guys another chance of redeeming yourselves for such, uh, such, such performance in the previous question. Okay. Red flags. Let's make it simple. There's several. There's several within the quotes that I just gave you in terms of that every day that passes, he just can't help himself but thinking, fuck, she's probably with other guys. He knows he needs to talk about this particularly with her, but he's just really scared about that. The only conversation he's really had with her is that you're important to me and I've stopped seeing other girls, et cetera. But he has not explicitly stated to her that it really bothers him that she sees other guys. He has not explicitly stated that. So really, in these class question, in this next class question, you guys could hit me with several different red flags. So... But I know that confuses some people, particularly when they're new. So let me nail it down right here. Please uh, hit me up with an answer to this. What is the issue with spending your way time, your free time, 
thinking about what she's doing with other guys. Very similar to last week's podcast, we had to hit a lot of fundamentals. We had to hit a lot of questions that to hardcores would just seem like gimmies. But actually, what I found in last week's session that even with fundamental questions, people still get the answers wrong. So don't assume just because you hear what sounds like a fundamental question that you know the fundamental answer. He's given us something right here that a lot of guys would not understand, which is every day that passes, I think to myself, she's probably with another guy right now. Fuck. Fuck, you probably with a guy right now. I better do something to get my mind off things. Let me keep things focused on this for you guys so you guys don't get too lost in the woods. Please enlighten me and please help me to understand and him to understand what is the issue with that mindset? What is that? What does that do to him? What does that do to her? If you could give me, if you could give me not just what does that do to him, but what does that do to her? That would be a hundred thousands any answer. That would be a hundred any answer. Hundred low hanging fruit would just be what's maybe the issue within his own mind, what that's going to do to him. But if someone could give me an answer that gives me both an addressing of him and her with the mindset that he can't stop thinking about her sleeping with other guys when it's totally fine because that's the parameters of their relationship. It's open and free. That would be 100,000 cent answer. Hit me up in the chat. I want to see if some of you guys redeem yourselves. I was too nice before. I said, you guys had some performance in the last question. You guys had poor performance in the last question. <laughs> I want to see someone redeem themselves at this for this because this is definitely a fundamental. It seems like an easy question, yet... Uh, People, the fundamentals, not everyone knows how to throw a jab. Not everyone, like people can throw a jab, but not all people can throw a good jab. And it's the same thing here. Yeah. A lot of people maybe can speak about the fundamentals, but do you actually know the fundamentals? Do you actually know why it's an issue at a core level for him to be thinking about other guys that she's with? Do you actually know what that means? What it does to him, 100,000 any answer would be what it does to him and her. I can hear you guys thumb tapping away. Tap those thumbs. All right, let's go. Oh, finally, Jay New has put in a fucking profile picture on his YouTube. I don't know why I've let this slip for so long of you, Jay, because I always roast everyone else about not having usernames if they're here all the time. Uh, use, no, usernames, user profile pictures. So Jay New's finally coming with a picture. You're wearing no less a blazer as well. Okay, so. Let's go here. We've got the first answer. I want red flags to this mindset about him constantly thinking about her sleeping with other guys and being scared to have that conversation with her. Ad comes in with the first answer saying, thanks for the corrections. Adi- okay, nope, never mind. That's not, <laughs> never mind. That's not an answer to this. <laughs> Fuck. He, he's just saying thank you for the corrections of the previous uh, answer. No worries, Ad. Thank you. Thank you. Damn it, I really built that shit up. I thought his idea was going to come with some fire. <laughs> no, sir. So let's get some real fire here. Jay Duke comes in saying, with a new user profile picture, saying, the problem is that you are changing the game plan psychologically without changing the rules. That mindset will cause him to lose himself and her to be left behind. If he's her guide in this relationship, then she'll either get thrown off as well, or lose interest in the following, in following. Okay, it's kind of worded, it's a bit wordy. It's a bit wordy, Jay. It's hard to understand what you're actually getting out there. So essentially, Jay's saying that he's changed the game plan psychologically without changing the rules. Yep, that's true. We've already discussed that. The mindset will cause him to lose himself. Yep, it's true. And her to be left behind. 
If he's her guide in this relationship, then she'll either get thrown off as well or lose interest in following. Okay, Jay, you've again started too, too general, too macro. I like what you're saying, but what you need to give me is that you said that this mindset will cause him to lose himself. That's a little macro. That's a little general. It's, it's not incorrect, but it's correct, but it's not specific enough. What particular part of himself does he lose is what I would like there. But particularly in the next part of your answer to help you out here, when you say that and for her to be left behind, if he's her guide in this relationship, then she'll either get thrown off or as well lose interest. Jay, what I'm saying when you're too macro, too general, you'd have to explain to me how she would get thrown off, why she would lose interest as a result of him thinking about and being really concerned with the other guys that she's sleeping with, particularly that that's what she wants. So that's what I'm saying there. You've given me a couple good hooks, yet you have not gone to the depth that I would like to hook this answer. You know what I'm saying? But you could start. Good start. Better start than the last one, for sure. Okay. Nico Co comes in with the next answer. Let's see what you got, Nico. Let's see what you got. Nico says, by spending your free time in thinking about what she does with other guys, he has become too invested into her and constrains him into thinking like it is an exclusive relationship when it is open, when it is an open relationship. For her, since the dynamic is thrown off of the expectation of the relationship, she can lose interest in him. <sighs> Kind of like Nico, Nico and Jay knew they're both missing what each other gave. So Nico, I agree with you at the end there. When you say that since the dynamic is thrown off, the expectation of the relationship and the expectation of the relationship, she can lose interest as a result of that. She can lose interest because of that. It's not quite there. It's not quite there, but you're... You're definitely close. You're definitely better than the previous one, so your mind is getting warmer. I like it. Jay New and Nico, if you two could somehow synthesize your answers together into one, that would probably be money. Oh, hang on a second. I accidentally skipped Joe. Joe, sorry, my apologies. I skipped your answer, Joe. So Jay, Joe had actually said before Nico, it puts him off his purpose. Yes, Joe. Joe always comes with money. All right, let's continue here. I haven't even... (laughs) I haven't even finished the answer. Joe, he could fuck it up after this. Joe says, it puts him off his purpose. It's surely going to affect how he treats her when they're together. Yes, Joe. Ah, yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, bang. That's what I'm talking about. Joe comes in with the 100,000 Zeddy answer. Oh, I got so excited, Joe, because I'm not sure if you've been here from the beginning. This is only the second class question. But everyone bombed in the first class question, which is actually normally the easiest question. So I've just been hanging out for someone to hit the money, the Zeddy. Joe comes in with a brilliant answer. Guys, let's let's get the summary. Let's let's get our heads back here. What did I even ask? What I asked was what is the issues, what is the red flags with him spending his free time thinking about the other guys that she's with and then really causing himself internal discomfort and and concern with this to the point of which that he's too scared to have the conversation about it with her. And so I'm asking right here, Joe comes in with it perfectly. I said to you guys, a good answer would just be telling me how it affects him. A 
Zenny answer, 100,000 Zenny answer would be if you can tell me how it affects him and her. Joe hits it, nails it off the beginning. So with Jay, that's why I pause at the beginning of Joe's beginning of his answer because it was good. It was on the money. Joe comes in saying it puts him off his purpose. So Jay knew, can you see what you were missing? When Jay knew it earlier said that, he had earlier tried to give me an answer saying that he would lose himself. And I said, that's good, but you'd have to tell me what part of himself that he'll lose. Jay, Joe comes in with the fucking Zenny saying that it puts him off his purpose. Exactly. Now it is Joe. As he's spending all his time concerned about her sleeping with other guys, what she's doing with other guys, just being with other guys in general, what is he not focused on? If all of his psychological and psychic energy is in that, what is it not on? It is not on crafting his purpose in life. It is not on exacting his masculine power to construct, to benefit, to support the beings of this world. Fucking name, Joe. Joe then comes in, though, with the follow-up, which is how it affects her. He goes on to say, it's surely going to affect how he treats her when they're together. And so I lost my shit when Joe said that bit. I didn't even finish Joe's answer. I'll get to that in a second. But Joe nails it perfectly because what Joe speaks to there, if I'm not even sure if Joe realizes, but what he speaks to there is an uncontrollable subconscious leaking. He will not be able to control if he's spending all of his time in or a good bit of his time thinking about harboring really some darkness, some darkness towards her and the guys that she's seeing. And I'm not saying that it has malintent towards her, but it is definitely of a nature that is not that is not bright and positive and supportive of the situation. He wishes it was not the situation. He's not happy with it. He doesn't like that she's with other girls right now because he wants her all to himself. So he's harbor he's harboring on that in his in his in his mulling away in his time. How that would not come into his interaction with her, it's impossible. Which is what Joe said is that he could do the very best when he rocks up with her. When he picks her up the next week, he spent all week thinking about, fuck, she's with other guys, fuck. But then he picks her up and then just tries to put on a smile, just tries to bring the light through the eyes. Listen, there's going to be a veneer. There's going to be a veil. There's going to be a interference with the energy that he communicates to her because on a deep subconscious level, he is not happy that there has been good time spent in not being happy. So it will affect how he treats her, how he talks to her, how he holds her, how he touches her. If he's not psychologically right in the quiet moments, he will not be psychologically right in the big moments. And this is just fucking Joe. (laughs) Fucking Joe. Everyone give Joe a clap. That was an amazing answer, Joe. I've been waiting. I was waiting for this. I don't like sessions that, that take too long to get a correct answer. Listen, you didn't even have to give me 100,000 any answer. I just wanted a correct answer because we haven't had one this entire session. <laughs> I mean, we've only been, this is only the second question. But Joe, so let me finish the rest of what Joe said there. Joe came on to say, perhaps he's going to start trying to control her like the guy in last week's Q&A. Ah, Joe, even better. Take it into last week. You've already, listen, Joe, you can, you can, you can go to sleep now. I know you're in the UK. You can go to sleep now. You've already provided more value in this session that I could even ask for. So, so well done, Joe. Well done. Thank you. Ah, yo, katane. So, Jay Nu then comes in to say, no, sorry, I accidentally skipped over Joe's answer. Joe, Joe was probably filthy, actually, because I accidentally skipped his answer and I went to Nico's. I wouldn't have even read out Nico's if we had got Joe's first. So, I mean, I would have read it, but I might not have read it out. 
Okay, next person to come in. We've, we're done with that, but let me just see what the rest of you guys said. Ashley had come in saying, if your girl wants to see other guys, it's not your girl anymore. Okay, Ashley, you've definitely not got the context on the story. You probably just joined in, so I'll excuse you for your ignorance on the situation because to everyone else following along the podcast, what you said just made no sense at all. AD then comes in to say, anyway, though, I think now the problem has become that X isn't okay with other girls' actions, even though they're within their bounds of the relationship, of the ship. I like that abbreviation. Yeah, so, nah. Yeah, yes, I'm not, I don't disagree with you, but as you can see, now that we've got the right answer, you can see where we're at. Jay New then comes in saying he loses his free nature and she'll either negatively internalize that she is wrong out of fear of losing him or decide that he is wrong to change and lose attraction. That's more specific, Jay. That's more specific. Ashley then comes in saying, Neshan Alita said, or you keep the door of the house open or you keep well closed. All women desire a man that she fears to lose. Okay. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Not quite relevant to what we're talking about at all, but thank you for sharing. So, my friends, let's move on. By the way, if you are enjoying this session, go ahead and drop a thumbs up on this video down below. That was class two, class question two of this session. We finally got 100,000 any answer to Joe. To Joe. Let's move on here. Let's move on. So... The, if in case you just, it's just like, hang on a second, what's, what's, especially for X who's listened to this podcast, X, you will not be able to treat her purely because of the deep darkness you harbor within you. That's all we're saying there, okay? Moving on, part two, or point two, I should say, of these red flags. Relationship reasons slash intense, in quotes, he says, I don't actually know her reasons for wanting open and free. She was relieved, she was so relieved to hear that I initially wanted the same. When he first brought up the talk, as in I want to be in an open, fair relationship, she was relieved. That's what she wanted. She was just, she's already in open and fair relationships, sounded like it prior to, and he's just so relieved that this guy's on the same page with me. But as he said, I don't actually know her reasons, her exact reasons for wanting the open and free. I think she just loves going out and seeing multiple people. I think she just loves going out and meeting multiple people. I don't know the core reason that she wants the open and free. I just know 100% that she doesn't want anything serious as every time I tell her how I feel, she just listens and doesn't say much at all. We'll pause it there. That's the next section of this podcast. So my friends, hit me up with the next one. What we're looking at here is that I asked him the contextual question. What was the context of that answer he just gave? The context was that I asked him, so what's the intent of the relationships? What's her reason for being in it? Why does she desire to be in open and free? Why do you desire to be in open and free? And he hits me back saying that I don't actually know why she wants to be in open and free. All I know is that 100%, she just doesn't want to be serious, doesn't want to be closed and locked. He conjectures at best that I think, in quotes, I think she just loves going out and meeting new people and seeing multiple people in exact words. I think she just loves going out and seeing multiple people in exact words from X. So my friends, please, if you wouldn't mind, let's move to class question three here. What is the ginormous, the ridiculous, fundamental red flag in that mindset, in the lack of, of information. If 
I don't want to. I don't want to clue you guys in too much. I want you guys to come up with the answer. Here. Like I don't want to give it to you, but the direction I want you to steer your minds in, steer your ships in, in this harbor as I'm pointing this lighthouse, is that there seems to be a tremendous lack of information. Lack of information. I asked about intents for the relationship. What was her reason for getting in? What was his reason for getting in? The best he could give me was, I don't know. I don't know her exact reasons. I think at best it's because she just loves going out and seeing multiple people, but I don't know. So can someone please hit me up with a 100,000 Zeddy answer, please, with a correct answer at a minimum, please, even if it's not 100,000 Zeddy, as to what's the issue with that mindset? What's the issue with that lack of information? Why is that such a problem? Why am I? Why have I gone through on my Sunday and wrote two and a half pages of notes of highlights that are issues, and that's one of them? Now that's the beginning of page two. Someone hit me up in the chat. It's really amazing how people think they know fundamentals of social dynamics until they actually get questioned on it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different ball game when you actually get tested. So I'm letting these guys thumb tap away their answers to this next question. But the lack of information is what I'm most focused on. You know, when I send him these messages asking about what's got, what, what is her reason for it and the best he could come back at me was that I don't know, there's a huge issue there. Massive, massive issue. Ben Highland then comes in with the first answer saying, He's making assumptions about her and thus telling a story to himself. Hold on, let me say this again. He is making assumptions about her and thus telling a story to himself because he refuses to face the reality of why she wants what she wants, which is growth, whereas he has stopped his own growth. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, man. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Boom. That's a second 100,000 Zeddy answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Now this session is getting in. Now we're getting in. People's minds are getting turned on. Listen, guys, I told you I ate the heart of an animal this morning. That's why I was so disappointed that there was no correct answers to the first question. But now every time you guys hit the questions, you t- I told you I was ready with some energy. And Ben Highland comes in with a fucking brilliant answer. So the question... He doesn't know why she wants to be in the open and free relationship. He conjectures at best that it's just that she likes going out and seeing multiple people. She was relieved to hear that he initially wanted the same. Ben Highland coming in saying he is making assumptions about her. Fucking yes. He just started it off really good. I was drinking water. I'm like, oh, he started off good. I put this water down. He then went on to say telling a story to himself and thus as a result of his assumptions he is thus being telling a story to himself because he refuses to face the reality of why she wants what she wants which is growth whereas he stopped his own growth test it's so good it's so good of an answer ben oh ben it's been so long since i gave you 100,000 zenny as well probably because you haven't been in the sessions for the last couple of weeks but that's that helps but but even before, that was that's one of the best answers I've ever seen you give, Ben. That's really a fucking shit hot answer. So let's break it down. What's Ben actually saying there? All I was looking for in in response for you guys to give me in this here was something that would talk to the lack of information 
the lack of understanding what's happening. Ben already gave the correct answer to that, which is that he's making assumptions. Because of the lack of his information, he doesn't know her exact reasons for getting into an open and free. So how can he have an accurate account of anything past that point? If you don't even know the fundamental reasons of why the woman has entered the relationship with you, or if you're a woman listening to this, why the man has entered a relationship with you, why your partner has entered this relationship, then every other decision you're going to make is going to be based on a falsehood. It will be based on a falsehood of your own subjective interpretation at best, conjecture. If you've been practicing social dynamics for 10 years straight, you're probably going to have a slightly more accurate conjecture, but at best, conjecture. At worst, completely delusional, completely illusional to what the truth of what she's feeling and thinking is. That's why every time I read what Ben said, it just gets better and better. Ben's answer is like a roller coaster. It starts me off right, but then it just like, and it just goes straight down. There's a point where he just smacks you in the face because the 100,000 zennies of the answer would be, so any of you that just told me what the lack of information does, it leads to assumptions. Anyone who had given me an answer that sounded something similar like that, you get the correct answer. But the 100,000 zenny answer was that what that leads to in long play, how that, how his delusion and falsehood based on information that's not even true, what that does. Just give me some explanation of that. Ben just couldn't have done it better, could not have said it better when he says that he refuses to face the reality of why she wants what she wants, which is growth, whereas he has stopped his own. And that is so ridiculously deep but it was ready, Ben. You were ready. We were ready for that. Because what that speaks to is when I, I'm not sure if Ben was here right from the beginning, but if you were here from the first, the fucking get-go, from the first five minutes, I went on an inspirational rant of climbing, going through the hot gates and climbing the mountain. And I mentioned the growth. I mentioned, mentioned the self-cultivation, the self-development. And I mentioned the conscious competence and how, how could anyone tap out from a social dynamic journey if they're not consciously competent? It's like you just... You've forsaken the journey at that point. You've forsaken yourself, which is exactly what Ben has spoken to here, which is that particularly that section, the last session where he says that she wants what she wants because she wants to grow, whereas he has stopped his own growth. Ben has answered several questions ahead. There are several questions left in these notes, which the answers can be found in Ben's already given one ear. Do we just end the podcast now? (laughs) Do we just end the fucking podcast now? I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I got other shit to do now. <laughs> don't worry, we're not ending the podcast now. It's just, that's how good of an answer it is. Ben Hahn and Joe should be fucking just fist bumping. Just chakra and fist bumping. You guys should be dancing. Yeah, be dancing. Ah, oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, too good. Too good. The fucking left, right, and elbow. T then comes in to say, shows that he doesn't have a real clear connection with her, that they haven't established honest and open communication, lack of good foundations for a powerful relationship. Well, that's not 100,000 is any answer. That's definitely not specific. It's still a great angle. It's still a great angle. I still love that answer, T. Listen, if Ben, listen, we're always going to be juxtaposing to the 100,000 is any now that we have it. But let's say T had been the first answer there. He's, T said a lot of really good shit there. What T really went hard on there was the lack of information. The lack of information shows in T's words that the connection isn't that clear. That is not as clear of a connection as maybe he thought it was. 
that they haven't established open and honest communication. That's, that's another really good point there because people can sometimes get a little lackadaisical, get a little lappy on the fact that, well, we're in an open for relationship, so we don't need to talk about things. That's a really uh, misaligned and, as I would say, lappy mindset. You're being lackadaisical about things. But no, if anything, in an open and free relationship, your communication should be just as strong as if you were enclosed and locked. And because if you set up the open and free relationship correctly, you would have hit the final third key, which is reassess. If things ever change, you need to let me know immediately. If things ever change within me, I'll let you know immediately. Well, we already know he's broken off. He's already broken that principle to a certain degree. Not fully. He did tell her that he was getting deep feels, but he has not told her about this thinking about other guys and, and all these other things. So, so T, very good. Very, very good. Very, very good, actually. Brandon Cameron then come and saying, when Adam starts running around, <laughs> when Adam starts running around, I know I can't top that answer. <laughs> Nicely done, Ben. <laughs> hey, listen, sometimes people just get it. Sometimes people just get it. Ben Harlan comes and saying, let's go. W's in here saying, Brandon can Yep. By the way, Brandon and W, since you guys are becoming regulars of the social Q&A, you better get some profile pictures. Head into Gmail, put in a profile picture, okay? Because I'm not going to put up with these green green symbols anymore. The only reason why Jay New got, got away with it is because Jay New's been in the social Q&A live since the fucking beginning, basically. So I've just, just always come to know Jay New as this anonymous man. He's also in the World Bowl group Facebook page, so so I kind of know what he looks like anyway. But for you other guys, put a profile picture, all right? doesn't even have to be a real person. Look, T's got Tucker Me from Initial D in there. That's enough. That's enough. Just put a face to it. You see my face. Respect the, respect the face transition, okay? The transaction of faces is what I'm talking about. T comes in saying, Zen, Zen, Ben. <laughs> yeah. And Ben Owen, thanks, Brandon, with a bit of love with the prayer. Jay New says, you took the thoughts out of my head and made them sound better than I could have. Well done, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, Ben and Joe on the money. And Joe's probably gone to sleep now because he's in the UK. It's like 2 a.m. there or something right now. So, okay, let's move on. Let's fucking move on. (sighs) It's a different story when you start eating an animal's heart. (laughs) It's a different story. Oh, shit. Okay, let's move on. You get, it's just a different level of energy. Fucking hyped. Okay, let's move on. Next, next uh, highlighted point in his story. He says, in quotes, she acts a little different. She acts a little different than from what she says. She's met my family, in brackets, as my mom wouldn't allow her over without knowing who she is, in brackets. And she says things to me like, you're perfect, which plays with my head. She knows how I feel. I'm not seeing anyone, and I think about her a lot. I haven't mentioned going deeper exactly. Haven't mentioned the hybrid with sexual freedom relationship. To BH, it just makes me uncomfortable thinking about her with other guys. There it is again. And her telling me when she sees other guys. So let's break this into one section here. Let's break this into one section here. So he's brought up a little bit of an interesting point. We've been going hard on him so far, but he has brought up an interesting point that would start for us to get in his corner a little bit just to you know, give him a few points. He says that even though her talk is that, yes, I want to be open and free and be going out, exploring, seeing other guys, seeing multiple guys, he's saying that she acts a little bit different though, that... <clears throat> 
when she comes, she says that, you're perfect. She says to me explicitly, you're perfect, which really fucks with my head. Really plays with my head in his words, but I'm going to add a little more spice to it. Really fucks with his head. And that she's met his family. So if we can put these pieces together, my friends, I want to address something very tactical at the beginning. Let me give you a low-hanging fruit question. He said that she's met my family, as in brackets, my mom wouldn't allow her over, wouldn't let me have her over without knowing who she is. So what he's trying to say there is that when the first time she came over, he had to introduce her to, her, to his family. Now, for those that are not schooled on the principles of an open and free relationship, in an open and free relationship, we sever our ropes from the moon that connect our worlds. If you imagine you have your world, she has her world, and you guys meet each other on the moon very infrequently, but for intense, absolute intensity. Four times a month maximum, but probably two to three times, you see each other, you get all of each other. But we do not communicate with friends and family. We do not go to special events with each other. We do not pick each other up from the doctor or take each other's dog to the vet. We do not go down to coconut oil land. We do coconut oil aisle land. We don't go shopping together. All right, that's, you know, food shopping. You know what I'm talking about. That's why I say coconut oil. But don't get confused. You should be using coconut oil in other areas. <laughs> Anyways, don't get lost in that. What I'm saying is that you keep your world separate is what I'm trying to say. But he knows these principles. That's why he specifically said to me that she has met my family. She has met my family, but he justified it by saying that, well, my mom wouldn't let her over without knowing who she is. So remember, he's got European descent. So he's got a big family, if not a big nuclear family but definitely a big extended family i know he's got you know a lot of cousins uncles aunties nephews god siblings god you know everything it's that type of that type of situation here so family's a big thing to them let's keep that in context family is big thing knowing each other the the house is everything with them like that's he's 22 years old he's not running the show let's Let's uh, keep these things in mind before I throw you guys this question of what is the issue with him introducing her to his family? Keeping in mind, actually, maybe that's too easy of a question because I know some of you hardcores will nail that off the bat and I've almost given you, I've already kind of given you that answer. So maybe just chop on that. There's something deeper though, isn't there? It's not just that he broke one of the fundamental T's and C's of an open, free relationship. Listen, that, that was the answer to the question I just asked you. But what would be interesting is why, definitely. However, pause it because there's something, something underneath that. I would actually like to throw you a question that might give him the benefit of the doubt. Why, let me give you this. Why would that not be such an issue? It is an issue. But given that he's 22 years old, he comes from a family background in which that everyone knows everyone, big family. He's going to have, if he wants her to come over to his place, he's going to have to introduce her to her family. Let me flip the perspective here because we've been grinding him and flaming him this entire session. Let's flip it here. Why as a coach might I say, actually, that might not be such an issue if X, if dot, 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 you did X, if the extent Nope, nope, nope. I'm not going to finish that sentence because that's the answer. So it's, n- it's definitely an issue that he broke one of the fundamental T's, T's and C's of an open free relationship. He connected a rope to their worlds. So it's no longer just that they meet each other on the moon 
and then that's it and they go back to their own separate lives he's already made a deep attachment in which that she's met his family and that is going to cause tremendous issues we can discuss that later if you're not schooled on that but there is a saving grace if he had done something it doesn't it does it's not going to erase the fact that he made this mistake but if he had handled it in such a tactful and socially acquired way there is a way of doing that if there's only one way if if Getting her over means that I have to introduce her to my family and I know that's going to fuck with the T's and C's. What's the best way of doing it then? What's the way that I can handle this the best? The question is that. What is the one pass, not pass, what is the one thing I would give him that would not be a complete thousand degree roasting for breaking this fundamental of the T's and C's? If X had done X, if he had in the way in which that she met his family. If you guys could give me an example of how that would be handled, literally, tactically, 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 how he would introduce her to his family, how that was set up. If you guys could give me some idea of the best way of doing that, then maybe we can give him a point. No, it's not even a point. It's just less of a flaming, less of a flaming. I'm trying to, we're trying to balance this conversation. It's like, there's a way, there's a way, if I, if, I, if I can find something to give someone some positive, some, to either not roast them as hard or to actually give them a point, I'll try and do my best to do that. And this is probably the one point in the scenario, in the situation. This is probably the one thing that he's done that if, if he had done it correctly, which I don't know, that's what we're working out right now, that he maybe did right. Because so far he's fucked up everything. Absolutely he's fucked up everything. So far though, the story's not over. Okay, let's get in here. We've got some answers from Takumi Kun who comes in saying, if he was seeing multiple girls, I wonder if he would introduce them all to his family. Hmm. It might, T goes on to say, it might not be an issue if it's literally just like, hi, this is Jenna. She's not going to steal your jewelry, mum. <laughs> uh, it would be an issue if she's hanging out for dinner and breakfast with the whole family around and watching movies with his sister. Yep. Yep. 100,000 zenny. Boom. That's three. That's three. Normally, we only get 300,000 zenny answers uh, towards the end of a session. That's fucking good. Yes. The reason why there's 100,000 zenny answer is because you'd have to give me not only some tactical how he would introduce her, how he would handle the initial introduction, but what it would not be. Because the low-hanging fruit to that answer would be, yeah, this is how he would introduce her to his mom and that he would keep it pretty cordial, pretty detached of emotion, pretty low-key. That's low-hanging fruit answer. However, it's what they don't do is what I'm most interested in. Because I gave you guys the feedback, or not the feedback, but the enlightenment of the information that he's a European background, deep family, big family. Family's a big thing with them. So if you guys know anything about Europeans and families, what if European families center themselves around? Food. Their lives are food. That's it. You go to a fucking Greek birthday, it's 12 courses. Not because anyone could eat that much food, but because they just want to spend more time with each other. Like that's, that's what's going on. By the time you get to like the, the fifth course, it's like you're fucking tapped out, but I want to listen to, I want to listen to Marcella. 
I want to listen to Michelle talking about what happened at the Sunday lawn bowls. The fucking lawn bowls, you know, talking about let's get around for these lawn bowls, but we've got to have a piece of cake while we're doing it. That's what Europeans are like. So that's why T's answer was so good. Because if you come in, let's, let's recap what T said. He said that if he was seeing multiple girls, I wonder if he would introduce them all to his family. That's a really good question, T, for him that I would like to know as well. Not quite what we're talking about, but just a great question. But more specifically, T comes and say, it might not be an issue if he's literally just like, hi, this is Jenna. She's not going to steal your jewelry, mum. So that's what I mentioned before. That's a low-hanging fruit if he just stopped there. Still correct. In which that, keep it cordial, keep it low-key. That would be the best way of tactically introducing it to her. That this is literally who this physical person is. And that's about as much as you're going to get. And then... Keeping it at that, when she leaves the house, if mom says, so tell me about Jenna, and you go, yeah, nah, nah, not for you, mom, not for you. Thanks, but no thanks. I love you, mom, but thanks and no thanks. That's where it's got to stay. Hopefully, T, I think T would have meant that anyway. He gave us that from the beginning. So, but T comes in with some 100,000 zenny money in which that he says, it would be it would be an issue. He hits me with the flip, the reverse, saying it would be an issue if she's hanging out for dinner and breakfast with the whole family around and watching movies with his sister. The reason why I got really hyped on that, and it's even more hype, I say it again, is because not only did he hit the food element, but he hit the connected family element. Listen, I don't know if he has a sister. I know he has siblings to some degree. I don't know how many, but I know he has siblings. And that's just what T has spoken to there is more ropes. So it was an it was more than a fuck up to connect the rope of coming and just meeting the family. It would be extra fuck ups of adding extra ropes to. Oh, now you're going to spend time with them. It's not just that you happen to bump into them at the supermarket or happen to see them when I dropped you off or when you dropped me off and they were at the door, but you didn't actually like come in or anything. But she's coming in, and what T is speaking to that it would be the tremendous of tremendous flames. If you now started creating ropes that now she knows my brother because we watched Aladdin together. All three of us watched Aladdin together. Oh, she knows my sister because she spoke with my sister and had dinner with her and her sister does fucking eyelash extensions and she's going to hit me up. It's just ropes, ropes, ropes that could potentially be connected, which again, why is that an issue? You guys are like, but that sounds so good, Adam. Yeah, if you're in a close and lock relationship, not if you're open and free, the more ropes, the more death. To the, to the parameters and the nature of your relationship, which is just supposed to be focused on you two. So T, well done T. It's even, actually your answer was better as I read it out a second time. It was good the first time, but it was even better the second time. So, I will, so before I read out the other answers, let me just hit you guys with the fucking baseball caps, not even on straight proper, probably from when I gave that shit hype to Ben and Joe and T. <laughs> uh, so, I said to you, if we could give him any, any light, any positivity, any form of him saying that he didn't absolutely 100% fuck up the entire story and situation, if he did what T said, kept it cordial, kept it low key, hi, mom, Mrs. Jenner, she's not going to steal your jewelry, bye, we're gone. You know, it's just very low key. It doesn't have to, I'm being aggressive in this podcast, but it doesn't have to be as aggressive as that, you know. But do the, do the best job of not connecting a rope. It's like, we had to cross the rope, but I'm trying to fucking saw this rope off as soon as possible. Like, that's what I'm saying. If he had done that, then that would be the saving grace. That would be the thing that would make me go, well, this might not be an absolute shit show. But 
if you were giving me the answer that T gave me of that, connecting ropes to siblings, fucking family, food, it's just that's just down the drain at that point. Now, why is it down the drain? That's another hundred thousand any answer question, actually. But we'll hold that for now. Veldanti, that sounded German. Veldanti, <laughs> Ben then comes in saying, it wouldn't be such an issue if he were actually acting in the mindset of open and free, whereas he is not, and he is living in one-nighters. This girl is the greatest. Ben, you are you are like a piston at the moment. You are just so tapped in. While your answer is not actually tactically as good as T's, so it's not, that's not 100,000 any answer, you spoke to something because it doesn't address the actual question. You've answered a different question. You're like, you're like, I can tell that you've got a fucking limiter. You got a limiter on, like you're trying to push the revs here. You're trying to push the revs to get to six gear, but we're not ready for six gear yet. Because what you just pointed to is that it's something way better, it's something way deeper. It wouldn't be such an issue if his mindset was actually open and free. But yeah, Jesus. All right, that's, we're not ready for that though. We're not ready for that. It's a great answer, not to this one, but it'll be a great answer to a different question. Lamborghini Centario comes in saying, Introducing her as a friend, question mark. Uh, so what that speaks to is Lamborghini is not confident in his answer. And I can see why, because it's definitely, it's probably the most incorrect answer you could give. You don't want to be indirect, incongruent, or inauthentic in any way, shape, or form. It'll affect the rest of your performance. So definitely not. We're not going to lie to our family about who she is. Definitely not. Uh, so you're off on that one, but that's okay. Stay in the rest of the session. Keep learning. Jay knew then went to say if he was unattached about it, and it happened by circumstance, he could do so without seeking approval from anyone, parents or her, which is fair, and you could never slight him for that. So Jay News kind of tapping on what Ben did a little bit, which is a good answer as well, Jay, but not, not as tactical as T. Zenny, which T comes in saying, Zenny, <laughs> Zen. Sorry, my eyes. Wait, is that an eye? No, it is Zenny. It is Zenny. W says, T, back at the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> he says, aha, not quite W, but thanks. Lamborghini says, because uh, I just hopped onto the stream, lol. Yeah, don't worry, Lamborghini, you're just, you're just getting in. So, my friends, by the way, if you are just joining the session, please drop a thumbs up on the video down below. It'll be most appreciated. Help support this vid. Help support the learning and the education. And uh, let's go. Let's move on to the next question. So, so X, as you're listening to this podcast, please, hopefully that, that, was, that was not complicated, but... What I need you to check yourself on is have you attached ropes to the family? Have you kept it low-key and cordial or have you stepped it up to the point in which that she's an, she's an element of experience within your family's perception of reality? If that is there, then that's why you're having such a hard – that would point to why you would have such a hard time with keeping her out of your mind. The reason why we don't connect ropes – is because we need to keep our world separate. If you have a rope, you're going to want to connect. You're going to want to think about it. That's why we do not connect ropes. So, so my friends, so my friends, my friends, my friends, we can go one step further than that, actually, in terms of, no, no, we will not. <laughs> no, we will not. Because I'll save that for the remedy at the end. I'll save that for the remedy at the end. But just to make sure I don't forget about mentioning that, I will mention at the end what I would do differently instead of what he did. Okay, we will not do that now. We're going to keep moving through the story. But when we get to the remedy, what I would do differently, specifically, if we got, listen, guys, if I forget that piece, because it seems like a bit of a micro, just 
mention it if you feel like I've forgotten it. But I'm pretty sure I'll get it. Because it's going to be a part of the story. Okay, moving on here. He goes on to say, and this is a giant red flag apparently because I've even drawn a red flag in these notes, which is the first time I'm just noticing. Okay, here we go. Capital, in capitals, desire. In quotes, X says, I think what I desire is a scenario where we only see each other, probably maximum two times per week. I still want us to have our own lives. For me, that would be ideal for the foreseeable future. Please just digest that as I'm just reading the note below it to see if it's if I want to segment these two. Okay. So that quote that I just gave you guys was in reference to desire for what he wants out of the relationship with her. What he wants with her. What he wants with her. Also what she wants of him. But more specifically asking about his desire and intent for the relationship. This is when I mentioned that he didn't, he never, he, it took three or four goes for him to specifically answer why. He kept answering what, but not why. He would not tell me directly why. And that speaks volumes about how, how confused he is in his mind. So, so hold that quote again. He says, I think what I desire is a scenario where we only see each other probably maximum two times per week. I still want us to have our own lives. For me, that would be ideal for the foreseeable future. He then, I then pushed him for more context. He then responded saying, so sick of her just being in my head, in the back of my mind. I'm so sick of her just being in the back of my mind. I'm almost certain she will deny the closed and locked relationship and that we will end the relationship with that conversation. I know deep down, I can't deny how I'm feeling. It's unhealthy to see her casually because it's the only way I can. Again, didn't really get to me the why of why he wants to enter this style of relationship. He ain't hit me back saying, for me personally, it's a good middle spot between the current state of their relationship and a full-blown close and lock relationship. I don't want to rush in like I did with my ex. I, and yeah, okay. Pause it there. Okay, next question. Let's, let's hear the wrap up on that then. So, we're getting into what does he want then? If we know that he's unhappy with the situation, that he can't live like this, he can't live thinking about what she's doing with other guys and that the fact that he can't just, he's just so deep on her, she's his absolute 10 and he's just really not been functioning properly. So what do you want then? What I want is for us to be closed and locked. That's what he's saying. We only see each other. However, we only see each other two times per week max. I still want us to have our own lives, is what he said in exact words. He then went on to say, I absolutely know, I'm pretty damn sure that she will deny this because she's not in for the serious relationship closed and locked and that our relationship will end then and there. Let's pause it there. Next class question. What red flags and issues do you guys potentially see in his mindset towards what he desires in his relationship moving forward with her. In his relationship moving forward with her, what seems to be a ginormous contradiction and issue? It's more of a contradiction. It's a huge issue, but it's in the form of a contradiction. 
He said that he wants to be in a close and locked relationship with her, but they only see each other two times per week, max, and that he wants them to have their own lives. But, but you could just pause it right there. Anyone could give me a correct answer. Like, that's a low-hanging fruit. That's probably the low-hanging fruit question. Give me the correct answer to what's the issue of that mindset, What's what seems to be wrong with what he's set up for his desire for the relationship. But then maybe you could take me a little bit further when he goes on to say, I'm almost 100% sure basically she's going to deny this and that we'll have to end the relationship then and there. If you could, the 100,000 any answer would marry the two. You would both give me the contradiction in part one and then in part two, you would speak to me about the denial, about why he knows she's going to deny this and why the relationship has to end there. Why the relationship has to end there because of her denying it. There's two pieces to this question based on your level of social development. Have at it with the easy part of it, which is just part one. If you're a little bit more advanced, don't rest on that. Give me both. Give me an answer that kind of combines both there. Okay. Today is a good day. Today is a good day to have a beating heart. Okay, first answer is coming up. Ben Harlan comes in saying, moving forward, he sees no future with her yet. He holds on to her as if, sorry guys, you guys were popping into the chat, so the chat kept moving. (laughs) That is not how Ben phrased it. Ben said, moving forward, he sees no future with her, yet he holds on to her as if he can make her fulfill him and his ideals. Moving forward, he sees no future with her, yet he holds onto her as if he can make her fulfill him and his ideals. I don't understand. I think you're off of that, Ben. I don't agree with that at all. When you say that he sees no future with her, he definitely sees a future with her, which is that he wants to be in a closed and locked situation in which that she sees no other guys, he sees no other girls, but they only see each other maximum two times per week and they have their own separate lives. So he does see a future of her, so I think you're off of that. Definitely off of that. I somewhat agree with what you say towards the end there, but you need to think about that a little bit more. I think you've, I think you've run out of your magic, mate. <laughs> I think you hit such a good answer at the beginning. Now your brain's just tapped. You know, that's so common with people who get 100,000 Zenny answers. It's like they exhaust all of the best of them, and then for the rest of the chart, they just, they're, like, they're like SpongeBob SquarePants, SquarePants after that. They just they don't know what to do with themselves after because they just exhausted themselves. So uh, that's all right. Keep moving on. Let's see if someone else got the answer. T comes in to say, some of my friends have casual yet exclusive relationships. I don't understand why they do it. I don't even. You would have to explain to me what casual yet exclusive means. By, but okay, okay. Thank you for sharing. Damn Cam comes in saying. He's objectifying her. What? Hang on. These guys keep coming in with answers and it moves the chat. Dan Ken says he's objectifying her and forgetting about being a congruent true masculine being. His life goals are revolving around her solely and not living separate, i.e. growth and development. Not bad at all, Dan. Not bad at all. Not 100,000 zenny. You're missing a couple parts, but it's very good. That's a very good answer. It's definitely the first correct answer to this question, uh, at least part one. So when Dan comes in saying he's objectifying her and forgetting about her being a and forgetting about being a congruent true masculine being. 
his life goals are evolving around her solely and not living separate lives, growth and development. What I like about your answer there, Dan, and why it's not 100,000 Zen, but what I like about it most is what it speaks to about what he's forsaken. And it's something we're going to talk a little bit about later. It's not quite specific to what we're talking about here in terms of what I want to get to is the tactics of what the contradiction is within the relationship parameters he's trying to set up. But what you've spoken to is the ramifications of those mistakes. So I like that you're playing a little bit future play, long play of the ramifications, but that's not the actual question. But I like what you've said there. You're a bit like some of the others in this chat in which that you're answering questions that are a little bit later on. That's not the question right now, though, but well done. Just, just not relevant to this question. Not specific. T then comes in to say, sounds like he just wants her not to see other guys more than he actually wants to be her boyfriend. That sounds quite dark and controlling. Could be wrong. While I don't necessarily 100% agree with you, T, I definitely think there could be an element of it. I would not say, I would not rule that out. I would not rule it out based on what T just said that he's more concerned with her not seeing other guys than actually getting into a closed and locked relationship and being each other's onlys. But then T, that's why your answer is not 100,000 zenny because you haven't answered the actual question either. Same as Dan. The question is, what is the contradiction within the parameters of the relationship that he set up? He wants to get close and locked with her, see each other only two times per week, and keep your lives separate. Each of us have our own lives. There's a, there's a, that's, that's the low-hanging fruit, actually, which no one's hit. No one's hit the low-hanging fruit in the question. The 100,000 any, the more advanced part of the question is when you start to take her into that equation and some, I guess damn almost kind of a little bit, but not quite, but if you could add her into the equation and you could add just a little bit more there from her perspective, that would be more advanced, but no one's hit the, uh, the very obvious contradiction here. Brandon Cam comes in with it. Brandon Cam, Brandon Cam finally updates the YouTube profile picture, finally comes in saying, that first part seems very controlling. The contradiction is that he wants a locked relationship, but then they still have their own separate lives, which is more of an open and free setup. Yep. All right, that's what we're talking about. Brandy gets the first correct answer. Let's see if he can finish us, though. Finish me. Give me 100,000 zenny. The second part, again, is he is making assumptions about what she is thinking and creating stories in his head that are not based on facts. Yeah, you're definitely correct, but your first part of the answer is way more on. Second part, you're definitely not wrong, but that's more of a reiteration of what Ben said uh, earlier on in the chat. So well done, Brandon. I'm going to go back to the beginning of the start of your answer because you definitely nailed it. So my friends, part this question right here. He says, ask him, what's your desire for this relationship? He goes, I think what I desire is to get into a scenario where we only see each other, probably max two times per week. I still want us to have our own lives. For me, that would be ideal for the foreseeable future. I'm just so sick of her being in the back of my head. I'm almost certain she will deny this. That was part two, the denial. The part two, the part two now that I'm remembering, because we get to that there, is that I added in, it was like, why would she, what's the issue of knowing that she's going to deny that? And why would her denying that be an issue? That's why Brandon, the second part was, it's, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, but. Not quite specific enough. General, generally correct, specifically not. So, but what Brandon did specifically now was at the beginning, 
The first part, Brandon says that it seems very controlling. The contradiction is that he wants a locked relationship, but then they still have their own separate lives, which is more of an open and free setup. This is, uh, I love that Brandon came in with this. I'm not sure why it took others, why other people completely went straight over their head, but it is the ultimate contradiction that he says that he only wants to see her and she can only see him. So he's offering the selling point of a closed and locked, which is that we're going to be each other's only, which means that we get all of each other all the time. That is what a closed and locked relationship is. That's the selling point. It's that we experience a six to seven all the time. We don't get what the selling point of an open and free is. The selling point of an open and free is that we almost never see each other, but when we do, it's a straight 10. The experience is a 10, that we keep our world separate, but once a week maximum, likely once every second week in a bit, we're going to meet each other on the moon, completely separate from our worlds, and we're going to give each other everything all of us, a straight 10 experience. That's the selling point. And that's the only reason why someone would really agree to it. But the selling point of the closed and locked is just the reverse of that story, which is that, well, we're going to connect every rope. We will, the closed and locked is that we connect every rope, family, friends, Facebook status, fucking, we'll go, we'll go through shopping together. I'll take you to the doctors. I'll be there for you when your doc, dog has to get put down. I'll be there for you when your mother kicks you out of the house and you have nowhere to go. That's our relationship. That's closed and locked. Every rope between our two worlds gets connected. So that's what he said that he started off with. I want that. I want us to only see each other. Come in. But then throws in this absolute contradiction of a spanner in which that Brandon nailed perfectly, which is that he wants them to live their own separate lives. He says specifically, I still want us to have our own lives. For me, that would be ideal for the foreseeable future. It's, it's like trying to turn left and turn right at the same time. The only way that's going to happen if you're Naruto Uzumaki and you can create fucking shadow clones, that's not the reality. The reality is that he is one person, he's got one set of social dynamics, has one communication of intent. And so if he was to say to her that, yeah, okay, listen, I want us to be in a closed and locked relationship and I want us to only see each other, but it's only going to be two times per week and that we have separate lives. So... What I'm saying here, guys, is that he offers nothing to her. There is no selling point to her. Why would anyone sign up to that? You're neither giving me the benefits of a true closed and locked, which is that we get a six or seven experience, but it's all the time, which means I can create deep levels of connection with you that, that really just make you a ride or die because we live every day together, essentially. You don't give me that, but you're also not going to give me the absolute 10 experience of the open and free, which is that you knew that we would be seeing other people, I'd be seeing other people, I know nothing about your life, you know nothing about my life, but when we do see each other, it's a fucking absolute ride up into the moon. But you're not going to give me that either. So why would she ever sign up to that? Huge problem. Huge problem because the intent is not clear, it makes no sense, it is, uh, it is very egoically designed. It only benefits one person. Thank you, Brandon, for the beginning of that. Now, there was a second part, though. There was a second part that no, one, no one's quite hit yet, in which that I said, he said, I'm so sick of her being in the back of my mind, and I'm almost certain that she will deny the close and lock relationship. 
Now, remember, when he said that, he wasn't aware that there was such contradiction within his style of closed and locked. He just is saying in general here that she knows she, she he knows she's going to deny any form of closed and locked serious relationship. I wanted someone to hit me with some 100,000 zenny, which is the advanced level answer, which would be, what's the issue with that? How do you how are you so sure that she's going to deny that? And and what would that mean? Brandon kind of gave us a bit of a general, but it was more of a reiteration of what Ben once said, not specific to that. But if you look at she knows that the mindset, his mindset, she's going to deny this. There's something within that. I want to see if anyone got that. I won't go spend too much time on it. I'll roll through it if no one got it, and then we'll keep moving on, okay? But well done, Brandon, on that. T then comes and saying, casual yet exclusive, meaning we have separate lives. We don't see each other much, yet still exclusive. Okay, like what X wants. So essentially what X wants. Okay. Thank you for that. W comes in saying, not having that drive in wanting to see each other by only seeing each other every two weeks. Instead, he should let it be free and see where the road takes them. Oh, I missed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what you're saying there, W. Doesn't really make much relevance to what we're talking about. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's okay. Ben comes in saying the contradiction is that he wants freedom with women, yet he has eyes for only one. And he knows she wants her own freedom, yet he wants to rope her in and tie her to him. He cannot have both freedom and inclusivity with her, yet that is what he wants more than anything. Yes. That is essentially just a more difficult way of what of saying what Brandon said. Just very difficult, very wordy there, Ben. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. How you finished it kind of helped out there a little bit. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying there. That's not it's not wrong, but you could have worded it a little bit more simply, like Brandon did. That's okay. Jay New then comes in saying he's coming to this conclusion without having her participation. Very not empathetic. Very selfish and dark on his part. How will she interpret this ex? Most likely that you have not been truthful or not attentive to the relationship and her wants slash needs. Janu's trying to to leapfrog, like a lot of you have been trying to do in this session. Uh, I like what you said at the beginning there, Jay, in terms of his conclusion does not really take into account her participation. I like that a lot. But no one, no one. Uh, the rest of what you said is still not quite relevant to this question. It's kind of a few more stones down the track. But again, guys, does no one, does no one, can no one see or foresee or feel an issue within the mindset of? I'm so sick of her being in the back of my mind. I'm almost certain that she will deny the close and lock relationship, and we will have to end the relationship there. It's not. It doesn't seem that hard of a question to me. But if you guys haven't got it, I'm going to roll through it right here. So, particularly in the final bit that he said, and the relationship will have to end there. Why? Why does the relationship have to end there if she's not willing to come into his form, his style of a close and lock relationship? Why, why is it that this is the absolute ultimatum deal breaker? He's already explained to us that he would rather not see her at all than just 
be seeing her casually. He hates that the only way he gets to see her is casually, but he does it because it's the only way he gets to see her, but he hates it. Okay. So what he's created, he's created rules. He's created rules in his psychological framework that, well, basically it's either going to be closed and locked the way that I want it, or it's nothing. The issue with knowing that she's going to deny that is that why that is in fact an issue. If any of you had come in and said, okay, even if you had just conjectured, isn't it just an issue that he's that he would have an issue with her denying it? Isn't it just a problem that he would have an issue that she would deny this? That is all you would have to give me. And if you could explain just a little bit more about what that would mean, what it would mean for him. Oh, it might mean that he would have to have to break down a little bit. It might mean that he would have to confront his own ego and have to confront the rules he's making about this relationship and have to, maybe in the word of, Jay New used a good word there, not quite relevant to what I'm saying now, but the participation. I would have to get her participation in designing this relationship. Why does the relationship have to end there and there is what I'm saying. There is an issue that he has an issue with it being denied. That's what I'm talking about here. Maybe, maybe now that I say it, maybe just if you weren't thinking in that line of thinking, Maybe that's why it was hard for you guys to come up with that answer. Uh, I'll give you one there. I'll give you one there. It wasn't the easy, as easy as I thought it was. All right. All right. All right. I'm tough on you guys. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Because we've got a lot more to get into here. Things get things are going to get juicy as the roller coaster goes on. So. Okay. Let's. I think we're on to the final bit now. And this is kind of probably whether we're going to, the buck's going to, we're probably going to get to the final section of his podcast, at least the featured contact before we get to open Q&A, which by the way, if you guys have just joined in right now, drop a thumbs up down below, make sure you support the video, support the channel and uh, we'll keep rolling on here. It's most appreciated. Okay. Yeah, I was right. This is the end. This is the final part now. So let's take it home. There was a final question that I had asked him, which is the final question I asked him before us doing this podcast, yet it's something I probably should have asked at the beginning, yet for some reason, it just didn't come up until just late yesterday. And the final question was this, what are your current social development goals? In his words, he says, I currently have none. I'm just happy being in Patrick Starfish mode when I go out, just focused on a good time. I've come so far since the start of my journey, so I'm enjoying that but I know I still have a long way to go, to be honest. It's very low-hanging fruit, isn't it? It's almost too easy of a question, but we're going to get some organic segues into the remedy and my final instruction for this guy. But I will hand it to you guys before we do that, as I always do. I always hand it to you guys. Please give me the final class question here before we get the remedy, before we get the final instruction of what I recommend he does. When I ask him, what are your current social development goals? And his first, literally word for word, the first sentence response to me was, I currently have none. Thank you very much for making it all the way through this session for your presence and for your attention. If you actually made it to the end, that's... That's incredible because these sessions are often minimum two hours. And hey, you're my kind of person. If you got that kind of attention and commitment to your development, shit, 
<laughs> get excited by that. So before you run off, let me just hear you with a couple of reminders. If you haven't signed up to the Bowl Sip weekly email, it's free, bowldojo.com. Keep you updated over there. The best place to connect with me outside of these YouTube live sessions and podcasts is actually on Instagram at uitang1, double O-I tang1. You guys can see all the behind the scenes. You can see I post a lot of fitness, health, all the artistic shit. If you watch the story, a lot of the meditations as well that I go through each day and each night. And uh, it's a great place to DM me directly with your personal context to give me feedback on different sessions, different parts of this, etc. So, how do we tang one on Instagram? I hope to see you there. I'd love to see you there. And of course, if you would like to help support the channel, you can donate directly through boldojo.com underneath the podcast section or at paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui. Anything that you guys donate is always super appreciated. And for those of you that would like to take your development to the very next level and make sure that you're on the right course, doing the right things at the right time, well, one-on-one Skype coaching or the guided meditation internal energy, that's all available to you at boldojo.com. Listen, guys, the birds outside are going haywire, so I better wrap up this outro. It's the time of my life, getting to go back and forward with you in these live sessions, chopping it up, getting to really know who you are. And so I thank you so much again, and I look forward to seeing you in the next session, truly. Wishing you the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy.